Warning, 30 Screams or Less may contain spoilers about movies that have recently been released. If you haven't seen the movie, go watch it, come back, and enjoy the show. Or, if you don't want to waste your time watching the movie and rather have two random horror dudes watch it for you, we got you covered as well. Welcome everyone to 30 Screams or Less, a horror movie podcast where we review horror movies in 30 minutes or less so you don't have to. Today's movie we're going to be reviewing is called The Outwaters and it's streaming exclusively on Screambox. Outwaters is about four travelers that encounter a menacing phenomena while camping in a remote stretch of the Mojave Desert. And basically, it was supposed to be a simple music video recording and it turns into madness. Written and directed by Robbie Banfish. Banfish? I think that's right. Starring Robbie Banfitch, Angela Besolis, Scott Shamel, and Michelle May. Once again, this is streaming exclusively on Screenbox. We're going to jump into it now. We're going to dive into this insanity. 30 Screams or Less starts now. Corey, what did you think of this film? So I love found footage movies. Like, obviously, Blair Witch Project was probably the first film that began the genre. And there's been a lot of shit ones in the world since that came out. But every so often, you've got like a gem that comes across. And this was one of them. This was one of those movies that made me feel absolutely disgusting as I was watching it. I felt gross when it finished. I felt like I needed a shower. (laughs) Dude. I feel the same way. The first time I watched it, I was very tired. The whole day I was moving all my shit into my new place. I was exhausted. So I had something to eat. I'm sitting there and I'm watching this and I'm like passing out. And I'm just like in and out of consciousness. And I basically, I fully awake to the part we're obviously going to talk about later on. But naturally when I woke up, my hands were over my mouth at how freaking vile it was. This whole movie, same deal. After I finished watching it, like even that small spurt, I was like, oh, I feel gross. And I actually just watched it again, literally an hour before this podcast. And I still would you do that? Why would I do that? I don't know. I never want to see this movie again. That's a good (laughs) thing in this case. But yeah, most of the times when you don't want to see a movie again, it's because it's dog shit. It's not because fucking it's so vile. This movie is out of control. Unreal. I thought it was amazing. So basically, they start off like, you know, it's found footage, like you were saying, Corey. And yes, Blair Witch started kind of the whole genre, really. They kicked off that whole found footage deal. My girlfriend watches found footage movies literally all day. It's like her bread and butter. I don't dive too deep into them. Some are good. A lot of trash. But this one in particular, like you said, is amazing. I thought it was absolutely amazing. This is one of those movies, too, that shit hits the fan as soon as you hit that play button because all it opens up with those 911 calls and you hear blood curdling screams as photos of the cast members are just flashing across the screen. Oh, my God. That's the tone for what you're about to see. But you know it's going to be just awful. Yeah, that is credits roll. 
that is an amazing way to kick off this film because like you said, it, it just zero to 60. The film starts and it's someone crying, like blood curdling cries. And you hear like just this, I don't know, almost like this demonic sound in the background when the, like the girl is crying and stuff like that. It's crazy. When I heard that right away, I was like, wow, okay. I think we're in for some fucking insanity here. So did you know that all the characters use their real first names uh, as the actors and actresses? You know, looking at the IMDb now for Outwaters, I did not know that. That's actually a fun little tidbit. That sure does make things a little easy when it comes to like calling people their names on set. You don't have to remember any character names. You're just like calling people by their regular names. Yeah, I didn't know that until after I watched it either. And I was kind of reading about it, but I thought that was pretty cool because Robbie is the guy that decides to remove a body part later on is also the director. Yeah, that body part. We'll talk about that later on. We'll get we'll get to it. We, we're building. We're building to it. It's gonna get there. <laughs> Honestly, I think this one's gonna pass our typical thirty minutes a little bit because I thought it was fucking great. So I feel it is truly horrifying. The acting in it. This is like a very low budget film. Obviously, it's found footage. There isn't a lot of big budget to it. It's pretty straightforward. It's almost as if they had like just a freaking camera and they filmed the thing and it's all kind of just one shot. It's nothing fancy. No thrills about it. The actors, they sounded so horrified in this film that I could almost think that this was actually happening to them because those screams and those cries, and especially when the girl was crying for mommy, whenever I hear someone crying for mommy in movies or whatever, like uh, Saving Private Ryan, where the medic starts crying for mommy after he gets shot in the stomach, it just like doesn't sit well with me at all. It's unsettling. Yeah, that one hit hard. Yeah, you know that like when someone's yelling mommy for what presumably may be their last words, that is pure terror. That's as scared as you're going to get. Yeah. Didn't really know what to feel during that scene because not only is the acting top notch and the whole movie was filmed basically in a desert. And I thought watching this movie in HD in a desert like that, it looked so incredible. Yeah, this film looked incredible as well. You know, you see a lot of found footage films and they do this cheesy thing where they'll have the record icon and like the frame around it and shit like that. And it's like, that's not necessary. That's not how devices work these days anymore. Maybe in the early 90s, maybe 80s, but not today. So, so it's funny of... you say that because I was a bit confused because we're basically watching memory cards of this footage. Obviously, we start with the first memory card in what, three, I think? Yeah, there was three memory cards in total. So yeah, the first one, pretty basic stuff. It's like the friends hanging out. It starts with a pretty happy opening. Robbie's getting a gift. It's a backpack with some stuff in it for hiking. And, you know, it's a pretty good beginning. And uh, was it Robbie's wife that they were just hanging out, having fun, things like that? And pretty straightforward. They have this one friend, Michelle, I believe her name was. She was starting off her, her career as a singer and then they decide to record a music video and they go off to the desert and they think it's going to be this fun time, the group and stuff. So did they mention while they were doing all these like preparations and the first memory card that they were going to the Mojave Desert to film a music video? Because I was lost until she started singing, probably on memory card too. 
Yeah, I wasn't sure about that either. I think they talked about, wouldn't it be cool to do a music video like this? But then I was connecting those dots that, okay, maybe this is a music video shoot gone completely wrong. And that's how it transitioned. But it wasn't really clearly indicated that it was going to be a music video shoot. It felt more like four friends going on a road trip and they were maybe going to go do some filming stuff or just whatever. You know, go camping. Camping, by the way, in the Mojave Desert, probably not a good idea. You get really dehydrated there, which brings me to an interesting point that dehydration causes madness. Actually, my girlfriend pointed that out, is that it can sometimes cause madness. And I think this movie might have to do a lot with someone going mad because it went zero to 100, not zero to 60, zero to 100 on card two. Like, it was fine. And all of a sudden, it's dark out and someone gets freaking hacked. So when they first get to the desert and they're just like trying to find their campsite, they find that fucking random axe in the ground. Yeah, I would have peaced out. I would have been fucking gone. Deuces. I'm like, I'd be like, fuck this. I'm done. An axe in the ground in a desert. Now I'm done. I'm out. No, no. I've seen those movies before. I'm not doing that. Fuck that. If I see an axe, just a random axe in the middle of the desert. Nope gonna be a bad time so then like they decide to hang around even though they find this fucking axe in the ground and start setting up their campsites and in the middle of the night where they're trying to sleep they start hearing was it a thunder yeah it was like this constant thunder or rumbling or whatever in the distance and it was weird because robbie's wife she was so confused by it she's like what is that and he's like it's thunder and she's like I don't know. You know, she seemed almost confused by it. I, I was just like, that just sounds like thunder. You'll I see thought it thunder was fucking thunder. cannons or some shit at first. It did sound like that. It sounded like cannons. If you were to shoot a cannon, that boom, boom, like that, that's how it sounded. It didn't sound like your typical thunder in, in the background. So right. after they survive the first night, then they decide to, what's his face? Scott finds that hole in the side of a rock and puts his microphone in it. Yeah, he found that hole and he just put his microphone in the rock and it was some crazy noises coming out of it. And I don't know what those noises were. Maybe it was something like supernatural or maybe it was some sort of sound that's meant to cause someone to go crazy or whatever. But he was listening to it and it obviously it didn't sound like a normal thing. And then you have Michelle who's listening to it like a seashell, just putting her head up against the rock. Speaking of sound, what do you think of the sound design on this? Oh, dude, the use of sound in this movie is some of the best I've literally ever heard in anything. They did so well of portraying everything that was going on. The sounds are crisp and clean. Even the fucking screeching sounds that were coming out of that rock that made me want to mute my fucking TV. A lot of the terror came from the sounds in this movie, I think. Yeah, so for me, I think a lot of the terror came from the sounds because there was so much sound going on, especially in the parts where there's like a lot of flashing and it seems like you're being transported to a different scene but the sound was unreal between the cries the screaming and also the pinhole light look that's terrifying in its own because it gives you a little bit of claustrophobia it freaks you out it's almost like playing first person shooters or video games as long as you're feeling like almost closed in you get that claustrophobic feel that's how you get scared the most so that brings me to like my next point that whole flashlight thing is that the first time So what's his face? I think it was Robbie wakes up and looks outside of the tent and you see it's clearly his flashlight is making that circle. I think that was the first time we see that guy standing on the top of the hill with an axe. Yeah. What the hell was that? It was just I don't know because it shows up several times. 
Yeah, and I know towards the end, you see a person holding the axe and he's knelt over and that's actually Robbie. But he refers to himself and it's like, this is me. I can't remember specifically what he said, but I was like, oh my God, is he like insane? Did he go crazy? And the guy he's seeing on the hill is actually him? You know, I think you ruined this whole movie for me now. I'm just thinking this is all happening because they're thirsty. <laughs> Probably. Oh, fucking. Yeah, they're just it. thirsty. Yep, they were just thirsty the whole time. They went crazy, and that's the story. But right. also, also makes me wonder, too, like, was this whole movie even real? Because if they went crazy, obviously, Robbie went psychotic in this movie. And if this was all real and it wasn't some sort of fever dream, he went freaking beyond crazy he went ballistic and just killed these people and thinking almost everything was fine and everything he was doing was like right i don't know it almost seemed like he was out of body like the first thing too is the was it Ange or michelle in the tent that robbie ends up murdering with an axe yeah i think that was michelle she was the only one with uh blonde hair and i remember he's like trying to see if she's awake Actually, I think that was Michelle, or maybe that was his brother, but trying to shake him awake, shake her awake, and you see the blood just smear on the back. So Yeah, was, and that's like that whole scene with the axe in the tent. That whole scene was like pitch black. Like there was literally no lighting on the screen. All you can hear is screaming and crying. I had no fucking clue what was going on until the light came on and you saw the blood on the back. Yep. And you know what? It's such a different take on horror because if it's completely dark like that, the scary thing is picture yourself in the dark and you can't see a single thing. And then all of a sudden someone freaking flies at you with an axe. That's terrifying because you don't see it coming. And it happens so fast because it's dark, it's pitch black. And all of a sudden someone comes running. You can tell they're running based on the sound and you hear that slice. And I was just like, holy shit. I couldn't see anything, but you hear it. And you're like experiencing it. It's wild. It's a wild fucking scene. So that's when, when Robbie finds Ange wandering around in the dark out in the desert, covered in her own blood, and she starts screaming, and it sounded like she was, like, possessed or something. Mm-hmm. Either she was possessed or Robbie was crazy, chasing after her, thinking that she was being chased by some sort of demon or whatever, and then she ends up dying correct me if I'm wrong, but there was so much chaos happening in one scene. There was just a lot of running. The camera was shaking like crazy. It was dark. You only saw like pinholes of the people as if you were like in the middle of the desert late at night. There's no freaking lights anywhere. So you're just running in the dark. So like it's expected to be, that's what you would see. Yeah. I don't know, man. Then like the next scene is when we start seeing those fucking snake things. Oh. That was the most I can't even tell you something that like freaked me out as as much as those little snake things did. You want to be freaked out a little bit more? Yeah. I I think those snake things weren't snakes. I think that was flesh. Really? Yeah. Yeah. If you look at them, they're very flat and they're making weird sounds that snakes don't really make. Like that weird, like that. Yeah, but like, wasn't there a scene more towards the beginning of the movie when they were looking at a snake and deciding if it was a rattlesnake or not? Yes, they were. So they were looking at that. I was just so, going because like when I saw it, they looked really flat and yeah. like bloody. That's the only connection I made to snakes was because maybe Robbie was freaking out. And that's what he was seeing because that's what they saw when they got to the desert. Mm -hmm. But these yes. snakes or whatever were like skinned. Exactly. They look like they were just skinned or something because snakes shed their own skin. That's nature. But if it was like a bloody skinless snake, that would be crazy. Or maybe because they saw the snakes earlier, 
that he's seeing the flesh or maybe their entrails flying at him. If that was the case and he's seeing entrails, but they're supposed to be synonymous with snakes, that would be crazy. I didn't even consider that when I was watching it. I like your theory. It makes a ton of sense, but I didn't even think of that while I was watching it. Yeah. Because like, he's freaking the fuck out. He's seeing shit, you know? Oh yeah. He's gone. He's clearly out of his fucking mind at this point. You know, if he's seeing like flat skinless snakes or like entrails or whatever's flying at him all the time, he's gone. And there's parts in this movie too, which are just nuts. And he starts tearing away at his flesh. You know, like he, like he had skin on his feet and he's just pulling it off. When I saw that, I was like, uh. Yeah. So that's the start of that scene, which do you want to, do you want to tell them about that? (laughs) Yeah, we can, uh, we'll get to that scene. But basically, from what I remember, he came out of this freaking bloody ass wormhole. And when he's out, he starts just peeling away at his flesh. He doesn't even give a specific reason why. I mean, there's no dialogue. It's just him like basically crying and freaking out. So he starts pulling off his skin. And then as he does that, he gets up. And I'm thinking to myself, this dude just pulled off a bunch of layers of skin off his feet. How the hell is he running around right now? In the desert. In the desert, hot-ass desert, skinless feet, running around. And then he sees Michelle in the distance, and he starts running after her. And it's weird because the way he's running, the camera's like upside down. So the whole image is upside down, him chasing after her. And it's a wild scene because now you're blurring the lines of, is this reality, is she already dead, or is he kind of seeing her? Like, as a vision. I dislike that upside-down camera thing so much. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to do a fucking handstand in my living room so I could see what was going on. <laughs> you're just like, all right, well, I'm going to just sit upside-down on my couch. You know, Sorry, like Joanne, bringing... I'm just going to stand on my head in the living room. <laughs> Got to see what's going on in this movie. I'm, I'm just imagining you just like, fuck it. And you just do like, you know, you <laughs> just do like a half backflip and you're like, no big deal, watching TV. You kidding me? My fat ass would knock the house down if I did that. Dude, I'd break my fucking neck and I'm not even like that. <laughs> I'd be like, hey, I'm going to do a backflip. Oh, fuck, I'm dead. My ne- my neck's broke. Now fuck, I'm, I'm dead. Yeah, fuck, I'm dead. Now I'm, then your like, obituary now... would just be like, Steve did a backflip and broke his neck while trying to watch a movie. Yeah, well, my last words would be like, fuck, I'm dead. That would be engraved on my tombstone. You ever listen to that band, Fuck, I'm Dead? That's a band? Yeah. Oh, They're wow. Really, that's like a grindcore band. They're awesome. That's very convenient that I said, fuck, I'm dead. And now there's a grindcore band called Fuck, I'm Dead. Yep. <laughs> I used to listen to them all the time back in the day. Yeah, look them up. Fuck, I'm dead. Fuck, I'm dead. All right. I'm going to have to check that out. I do enjoy me some grindcore. Yeah, um, they have a, the album's called Arse to Mouth. Arse to Mouth? <laughs> yeah. What the fuck is arse? Like ass, but, you know, they're just trying to be like, oh, we're trying to make sure that our record is sold in stores. No, I'm pretty sure that's like maybe the English way to say ass. Oh, good call. Yeah, like arse, like that. Or pirate, that, the pirate way. Yeah, the pirate way, like arse. <laughs> um, I got me some booty. Oh, <laughs> I hurt my arse. I saw a pirate movie. It was rated R. <laughs> <laughs> Mateys, add add it. Cut the twelve-year-old shit out. <laughs> but no, we gotta, we gotta, you know, we gotta expand our audience here. You know, they have to hear about this man cutting his dick off. 
Dude, we told people about porridge, and now we're going to talk about cutting dicks off with shark teeth. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, that is what I woke up to the first time that this movie was being played. It was crazy because let's set up the scene. There's this light. It's like this crazy light that's flashing. It's almost like it's a strobe light. And all of a sudden, there's like these white little lights, like he's looking up at space. Dude, I had no idea what was going on that part. Mm -hmm. Right. And then what happened was he got freaking kicked out and he hits the ground and he's like coughing up blood or whatever. And he looks in the distance and there's three poles with his friends and brother's head on them. He's just hanging out in the desert, three heads on a pole, on a stake. Yeah, it was a very Lord of the Flies-ish. Yeah, it was very, very fucked up. So naturally that happens and they really zoomed in on those headless um, heads. No, wrong. They really zoomed in on those uh, decapitated say, heads. Yeah, I was going to say, you could just say heads instead of headless heads. Yeah, headless heads. No, that sounds like a band from the 80s. Headless heads. I there's don't know. That's heads. There's the talking heads, but headless heads, I don't think that's a thing. Your, side, I, your next side project should be called the headless heads. <laughs> yeah, it should. Or just the next summon song is called headless heads. Headless heads and used food. You can't do that. Hive Smasher did use food. So did Drive-By Bukaki. Did they? Yep. They did use food like 2000, didn't they? Something like that. But then I think what needs to happen is Hive Smasher does used food. Drive-By does used food. And the Summoned does used food. And then we have a used food compilation. You're right. They did use food. Yep. Yep. So I think that's what should be done. I've known those guys forever. I mean, Brian's your brother. And I never noticed they both had a song called Use Food. Oh, well, I think that was the initial plan was a split between Drive-By and High Smasher, but I don't think it ever happened. So instead, they just named the song the same? Okay. Yeah, exactly. So, All right. But hey, can make it work. It can still happen. Three-way split, three-way dance, you know, Drive-By, High Smasher, The Summoned, make it happen. Why not? I like that. I like that idea too. I'll pitch it. I'll see what's up because we can take any fucking song and make it called Used Food, whatever. You each do your own version of used food. Exactly. That's and what the I'm lyrics can be about porridge. Porridge. Oh, my God. You love fucking you, talking about porridge. Call it used porridge. Used porridge. Or, or yeah, we use food. We just talk about porridge. I like it. Just it just sounds like you could it. just call it used vomit at that point. What? Used vomit? Oh, my God. Yeah. It's basically, the, if the porridge was used, that's what it would be, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, if you throw up in your mouth, you swallow it, and you throw up again because it was gross, is that used vomit? <laughs> I don't know, but I can tell you one thing. It's not going to be as good the second time. No, that's going to be worse. Yeah, that, <laughs> those are leftovers I don't want to heat up. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, we're going to be talking about so much stuff, so we're about to make me throw up and then swallow and then throw so, up again. So and then hopefully get... just, uh, we'll go into it. Let's get into it. We're talking okay. about used food. Let's talk about, let's get back to the dick slicing. So why did this dude find a shark tooth in the middle of the desert? I don't know. Was that a shark tooth or was it an arrowhead? Like an Indian right. arrowhead? Could have been that. It kind of looked like a shark tooth to me, but it could have been an arrowhead. Could have been either one. But essentially, I don't get why he did this. The only thing I can think of is that he was just insane. He was psychotic. He had a psychotic break. But there's no absolute reason as to why. However, there was one scene that may have alluded to it. And I'll get to that in a second. But just out of nowhere, sees the arrowhead, shark tooth, whatever it is, picks it up, proceeds to cut off his dick. 
And the thing is, you weren't sure what he was doing. You heard the, like, the kind of slicing, and he's, like, you know, doing the whole crying thing, like, the, oh, you know, that kind of, like, crazy cry. And then he walks away, and you see this tube. And I'm like, what the fuck is that? And that's what I had both my hands over my mouth about to throw up. because didn't, I saw... he, didn't he put it, like, when it was on the ground, he started, like, poking it with a stick or his finger or something. Yeah, he started playing with it a little bit. He just poked it with his finger, and it was, like, rolling. He cut off his own dick, and he was perfectly fine with it. And so then after he cuts his own dick off, he decides to fucking slice his stomach open, and he pulls out his own intestines. Yes, and he pulls out his own intestines and just keeps walking. But So and, now this man is completely dickless, and he's walking through the desert with his intestines dragging on the ground. Exactly. Yeah, and you see them kind of just sliding out a little bit. It's fucking horrid looking. It's an awful looking scene. It's fucking so violent. It was so realistic looking. The effects, the visual effects that were put into this movie are freaking top notch. Not computer graphics. I'm talking like actual physical pieces of flesh and all this stuff. It looked fantastic. That's what I was saying earlier. I'd love to know what the actual budget of this film was because the level of detail and the cinematography and again, the sound design. Obviously, it wasn't a lot of money into this because it's an indie film, but you don't see that type of shit in fucking big budget Hollywood movies these days. No, in big budget Hollywood movies, they tend to just resort to computer graphics. That's just right. like their default. You know, like, oh, yeah, we'll just get the whole CGI team to just take care of it, They'll throw uh, some sort of random heart in there or whatever. No, and this film achieved so much with just like sound design and lighting. And, you know, sometimes that's all you need. And yeah, this was this, a lot of directors need to take cues from this movie if they want to make something scary. You don't need millions of dollars. You just need good sounds and to know what you're doing with a fucking light switch. Yeah, exactly. It seemed like he really knew what he was doing. To have such a dark movie and pin light like that with like such high quality is a friggin' talent in its own. Just to to have that kind of terror, to have that kind of just focus on the actors like that and not make it look cheesy, like actually make it look like he's just looking through the freaking flashlight is amazing. They did so much with so little on this movie, clearly. And you know what? There is a couple of things I wanted to talk about. The Google timer went off already. You know, Shit. we already hit. Yeah, we already hit 30 minutes. Oh, keep going. You I told you. It doesn't matter. I, yeah, I told you, we're going to exceed, I think, 30 minutes on this one. Maybe a little bit longer, because this movie's crazy. It leaves so much up to discussion and so much to think about that it's hard to kind of sum it up in a half hour. Now, there was one thing that kind of dawned on me that may have alluded to why he went psychotic. So, and that's what I think happened. He went psychotic, and he just killed everyone. He cut off their heads, obviously cut his own dick off. He and cut his stomach open. I don't know the reason for any of it, but there was one scene where he was brushing something in the dirt and it said restricted access, like restricted only. And then as he's walking, he's seeing the gas mask, right? And I'm thinking that maybe they went to shoot a music video at a place where access was restricted for certain reasons, whether it's like a biological or something of the sorts, like contaminated area, and it may have driven him insane. That actually makes a lot of sense because that was one of the final shots of the movie, right? Right, right. So I'm thinking that's how it explains the movie, but I would really need to go back, and I kind of don't want to because the movie's nuts. 
I would have to go back and actually see the sign and kind of like freeze it, you know, just so I can read what the hell it says, because maybe it is alluding to something that like it's going to cause some sort of dementia or like something of sorts, because that's the only reason I can think of for pure madness so fast in that movie. But in the middle of the desert? Yeah. Yeah, I guess. You know, like, I mean, think of back in, the, I think, the 50s or 40s, 50s, they did a lot of nuclear testing in the desert. True. So I'm thinking maybe that's kind of what happened. It was a nuclear test site, and it fucked with his brain, and that's what I, happened. I mean, Chernobyl was sort of in an area like that, I guess. Yeah, so Chernobyl, it's fucking crazy, man. Crazy stuff. I would love to check it out one day. I think it's also a bad idea that I do that. Chernobyl? Yeah, they do tourist stuff. Yeah, I know. Just don't cut your dick off while you're there. I, I will. I'll try not to. <laughs> That's yeah. I'm sure that would uh, that'd be a good thing if you tried to steer away from that. Yeah, probably a good idea. I mean, I don't think Robbie's intent was to shoot a music video and cut his dick off in the process, unless maybe this was the music video. How do you even cut your dick off with a shark to or an arrowhead? It's not like it's a knife. It's just a pointy thing. Yeah, I mean, it's slightly serrated. You would really need to be hacking for a while. Yeah, like, man. Like, that's Maybe, not a quick that, thing. That'd be like cutting through a well-done steak. Yeah, exactly. Oh, oh, gross. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm throwing up. Oh, Again? my God. I'm just it's... picture. I think I was more grossed out by the well-done steak. Well, I mean, cutting through a well-done steak with a dull knife. A $2 steak, well-done Ugh. That was Robbie's dick. It was dried out because he was in the desert and then he just did off with a butter knife. Yeah. Yeah. It just, yeah, that's the equivalent of like just cutting it off with a butter knife. You know how long it would take to cut off a dick with a butter knife? I would assume quite a while. If anything, it's going to hurt like hell because it's just irritating at first. Speaking of irritating, like I'm getting a little, little pain right now as we're talking about this. <laughs> <laughs> Not sitting well with you, is it? You just keep no. thinking about it. dick getting cut off. No, I'm good. All right. We, we we can get past that part because that was the ultimate shock, you know, shock value. Well, then obviously the intestines, like towards the whole end was obviously complete shock value. It was crazy. Yeah. Um, to, like towards the, like I legit think the last 10, 15 of the minutes of this movie, I had no idea what was happening because yeah. it was just, it was just like constant camera cuts and lots of darkness. Apparently the director was on acid. It had to have been. I think it was it, like, it could have been a fever dream the whole time because he's in the desert. He's dehydrated. His brain's probably frying and he goes crazy because he's seeing all these things that don't exist. And also speaking of which, did you see the scene where those snakes we were talking about, they started wrapping around his legs? Mm -hmm. Right what after he skinned himself. Exactly. Well, like, what the fuck was that? Uh, I don't know, dude. <laughs> a, lot, a lot of it can't be explained, but no, it, it was so good. It was very good. And I think that's what I liked about this is that it's so up for interpretation, but it's not like confusing interpretation. It's like, okay. This is what they're presenting us. They're presenting evidence of the events that transpired. Doesn't say, okay, this is a story. It's like, this is what happened. This is what we're showing you. This is all we have. So it's like letting you try to figure out what exactly happened. Because clearly the cops haven't figured it out. Because that's all they have to go off of for evidence. Yeah, true. You know what was one of my favorite things about this movie? What's that? It didn't have a happy ending. <laughs> that's true. 
Oh my God, you're right. You know how many movies, they just kind of have like, not a happy ending, but like an ending with a resolve. It's one of those films where like, we see this man just struggling, walking through the desert. Obviously he's going to die. He's going to bleed out, but man is dragging his intestines along the ground. And then obviously he's fucking hacked his own pecker off at this point. Mm -hmm. And uh, he sees that radiation star or whatever, that gas mask and that sign. And then the screen just fades to black. Yeah. Yeah, it's fucking wild. I think that might have been one of the reasons for the insanity. I wouldn't be surprised if that hole that they were like freaking looking into and listening at had some fucking nuclear shit in it that maybe fried his fucking brain. Why the microphone thing picking up all these noises? Yeah. I, I don't understand that. I don't understand it either because who knows? Maybe that could have been something like demons. You know, Is this the there. movie that Screenbox told us the guy was open for interviews? Because I'd like to talk to this man. Yes, they did. So maybe we can talk to this director and be like, okay, we need some explanation here. You got some explaining to do because this movie, there's a lot up for interpretation and we have to hear from the director. Maybe we can do it like our first ever interview with one of the directors of this fucking amazing movie. In my opinion, I thought it was great with that in mind. Corey, what do you give it for a grade? This has got five stars, man. Like I was saying before, the use of the sound design, it's like some of the best sound I've ever heard in any film. I would really like to rewatch this movie again, wearing a nice pair of headphones, but I'm not going to do that because fuck this movie and I'm never going to watch it again. Yeah, I don't blame you. You know, I was leaning more on a 4.5 out of five. I think I might have to come to your level, dude, and be like five stars. Yeah, this is our second five star movie out of what? nine episodes i don't even know where we're at this point but yeah yeah this will be episode nine so and um yeah so our second five-star movie and also our second podcast which has run well over 30 minutes mm -hmm. and it seems like the ones that are like five out of five are the ones that go longer yeah yeah I, I i really enjoyed this movie a lot yeah i agree with you if i listened to this on headphones i probably would have lost my mind i probably would have been freaking the fuck out and would have been like nope i'm good i'm done i'm not listening to any more of this because yeah, my, there's so much going on for audio the part with the microphone and the rock i probably would have fucking yeeted my headphones <laughs> into the street <laughs> just yeet yeah <laughs> i tapped out <laughs> at that point like fuck this i'm out i'm done i'm not dealing with this again sorry uh, robbie i'm out yeah sorry robbie uh just fend to yourself amongst the donkeys in the desert. Oh my God, dude. I was watching this movie and my dog freaks out. My dog, Freddy, freaks the fuck out whenever there's an animal on screen. Whenever those donkeys kept showing up, Fred lost his goddamn mind. <laughs> there's so, so many asses on that screen. <laughs> but yeah, Fred oh. did not appreciate the donkeys. So there actually is one thing I wanted to talk about, and you kind of noted this. I didn't see this part. Or maybe I saw it and I wasn't sure what the hell was happening. Robbie teleporting back to his mom's house? Yeah, that was, I think, as you said before, was when he came crawling out of that hole. That was right before that. But still, okay. I think at some part he was, he must have been dreaming or something. Because, yeah, he was at his mom's house. And remember, his mother was covered in blood. Oh, that's right. Okay. Yeah, and like it was a little pinhole of his mother's face. Yep. Okay. I do remember that part. I, so that I, was... That was the fourth cast member of this movie. There were literally only four people in this movie. Or you know five? Uh, so, like, let's see. 
Robbie, Robbie's mother, the brother, Michelle. And, yeah, five. Okay. Five. Okay. Five yeah, so total. five people total. And the budget must have been real low. I know. Their budget must have been like, let's do this over the weekend and we'll get it done. Okay. No, probably not. They probably filmed this over a span of like, you know, a month or something. Who knows? But it's wild. It was well done. I loved it. A screen box. I think this is the first movie that screen box is an exclusive to that has been fucking phenomenal. And it's blown up. I've seen it all over social media. Yeah. I mean, we were already promoting it. We haven't seen it. But, you know, found footage films can be hit or miss. This uh, was an absolute hit. Yeah, I loved it a lot. Yeah, I loved it, too. Probably one uh, of my favorite movies that we've watched so far on the podcast. I mean, obviously the menu, but that's not really the horror, like a horror type film. No, that's more suspense, thriller, horror, kind of a bunch of things in one. This is pure, pure horror. And it's unsettling. It's violent. It's gory. It's psychotic. It's everything that could mess you up in a horror movie. That's what this movie is. Yeah, you'll be thinking about it when it ends. And you won't stop for a while. Yeah. You know what I had to do before this? So remember how I was telling you I woke up to the part where I saw him cutting his dick off and then naturally my immediate reaction was hands over the mouth. I'm about to throw up. I was like, nope, the scene's coming. I am done now. I've got my fill. I know exactly what to make of this movie. I don't need to see that scene again. Did you just fast forward through it or did you just make that the ending? And that I just made that. I made that recording. the ending. I'm not fast forwarding because like I'd be risking seeing something. <laughs> yeah, but you'd see it in fast forward. You just see the, the, the dick hacking off really quick. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's true. Just do it real fast and you just see the fucking hacking real quick. Like, oh, great. This makes things that much better. I'd like to make an open plea also, side note here, to the developers of the Screenbox app, please make this app functional. It took me like three hours to watch this movie just because the app kept freezing. I'd have to force close it and reopen it and force close it and reopen it. I tried watching it through a fucking browser. It kept freezing. Uh, I don't know. Because just just fix it. <laughs> fix it. I, I'm sure they'll fix it. I mean, they're going to get like a bunch of subscribers after this, right? Right? Yeah. Yeah. I told I told uh, Alex there that they need to fix their app and he's supposed to talk to their people. So, you know, they're very responsive. Yeah. They're really cool. I like yeah, them. They are really cool. I'd like to hang out with them sometime. Yeah. We almost we, we were invited to watch a private screening of this movie. Remember? Yeah. I mean, I would have been down, but I was in Bahamas. And that not only that, but it's two hours away from us on yeah. a Thursday. Yeah. We're fucking old. Yeah, we're fucking old, dude. We're like, oh, wait a second. You're inviting us to a screening of this movie so we can review it for our podcast? Eh, I think we'll go to bed at 8 a.m. or 8 p.m. Imagine seeing this in theaters. Oh, my God. Like, on the big screen, dude? Oh, jeez. This, I think, could be a movie to see in theaters. Like, put this shit in IMAX. Nope. I don't want to see it fucking... IMAX sized dick rolling around. You don't want to see. Oh my god! I think that'd be the first ever IMAX movie in rated. It just has to be rated X or like NC seventeen. It's not R. It's exceeding R, in my opinion. What is this rated, anyways? Is it R? It's got to be unrated. It's be a hard R. It is a fucking hard R. Soft NC seventeen. Let's see. What is it rated? Also, taglines: We all die in the dark. Yep, sounds about right. Yep, that's uh, that's about it. Yeah, it sums it's a up. Movie. Yeah, um, doesn't say it. 
Um, yeah, Outwaters on IMDb. Let's see. You know what? I'm just going to look it up real quick. Let's see. Outwaters rating. Fucking doesn't say it anywhere. You're on IMDb? I'm on Google. <laughs> There's your first mistake. Google's trash. No, I'm just kidding. What do I go? Duck, duck, go? Uh, Bing. Ask Bing. Jeeves. Oh, Bing. Let's use Bing. That's right. Bing should do the trick. IMDb doesn't say it either, honestly. I'm on their site right now. Yeah, I can't find a rating for this. And, you know, in my opinion, they probably shaved off an hour of this movie, I bet, just to make sure it got an R rating. I think it's one of those deals. They probably handed it into the, uh, the, you know, oh, my God. By the way, just looking on Google, the budget for this movie, you ready for this? $15,000. Wow. Okay. Yeah. That's I, a, uh, I did not expect that. That's a hell of a budget. What did they do? Buy a camera? That's where the money went. They got a 4K yeah. camera. They had to get that IMAX camera to put this big dick on IMAX. <laughs> no, no, but no. people, I'm, I'm just, you know, people, they did not release this in IMAX. I assure you, this is not a thing. This is us being ridiculous. It's got a 69 rating on Rotten Tomatoes. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> and it rated, the fucking rating isn't even there. What is happening? Dude, it's unrated. It has to be. The movie's crazy. Everyone... It's not for the squeamish. For those who have visual audio sensitivity, probably not for you either. But to the rest of you, go for it. Check it out. It's violent. It's madness. It's crazy. It's everything. Yeah, dude. I don't know. I can't find it anywhere. It's got to be unrated. All right. Someone's got to let us know. Hit us up on Twitter or whatever. Add us and be like, hey, figured it out. It's rated a hard R or maybe it's rated something stronger than a triple X. I mean, it can't be triple X. There's only like one set of boobs in it. So oh, that's true. Quadruple X for violence. <laughs> all right, let's wrap this up. I got to go all play right. Hogwarts. Okay. All right. Yeah. You got to get to your Harry Potter game there. All yeah. right. <laughs> Jeez. Okay. Yeah. Enough set talking me about free, shit. Steve. All right. I'm going to set you free. We're not going to talk about severed dicks anymore. Whew. I was getting sick of it. Yeah. It's, it's a little, a little sick bit of much. the dicks. Sick of the dicks. Sick dick, brah. <laughs> okay. Be sure to like, follow, and subscribe on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Also, we are a part of the Shining Wizards Network. Visit ShiningWizardsNetwork.com. They got a bunch of programs up there, some wrestling. There's us. And then there's a few others. So plenty of programs to check out. Go to ShiningWizardsNetwork.com. Be sure to visit 30ScreamsOrLess.com for all our previous episodes and transcripts to go with those episodes so you can see the lunacy that I'm often saying in these episodes. Also, if there's anything you want us to review, send an email to 30screamsoless at gmail.com or hit us up on social media on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, whatever. Just slide into our DMs. Hey, you know, did you see that we got a message on our Twitter account from SJ Horror Fan and she recommended this movie called Remember? It's a Japanese horror movie on Netflix. Really? She said we should watch it. She watched it and said it was great. So maybe we can put that on the list. All right. Yeah, let's put that on the list. We got a little bit of a list we're working on at the moment. So yeah, if you got any, do the same thing. Shoot us a message on Twitter or at us or whatever. But with that in mind, everyone, thank you so much for listening to 30 Screams or Less. I'm Steve. And I'm Corey. And have a good night.
You good? You having a freak out moment over there? Oh, always. 